0: Guys, thank you very much for listening to the Photography Bar podcast. If you enjoy the show, please make sure to support us by subscribing to our YouTube channel and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and TikTok, as well as our Patreon, all of which will be linked in the show notes. Please leave us a five star review on your favourite podcast apps such as Spotify and Apple Podcast. And with all that said, let's head to the bar.
1: Hello, everyone, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Cam. How are you doing? You all right? Uh, Yeah,
0: I'm really good, yes. Merry Christmas to you, Mark. Merry Christmas to our listeners with a capital S on the end.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And um, yeah, um, really, really cool. This is, uh, I mean, we're coming to the festive period now, and um, I have to say to everyone, this is going to be our last pod this year um so we, yep uh, this will be the last one and then i think we're going to be back on in january uh, i think we're saying the 18th aren't we so um uh, so we're having a bit of a break so we can drink some beer and eat some turkey basically
0: we are indeed and we're, we're looking forward to it i think we deserve the break and uh, and uh, once we come back in the new year, we're going to be rocking and rolling uh, uh, with lots of exciting things coming up. Uh, yeah, we're year. going to do a
1: few things new, aren't we, next year? We're, we're not quite yep. sure. We haven't got it down properly yet, but we have some ideas. So, it's, yeah, it, really, it's really come, looking forward to it.
0: It's coming. We've got some great guests on next year as well. And also, yep. you know, we're going to be tying in with the photography show again, uh, you know, as one of their well, supporting partners. Yes. So we, really, we don't know how yet. We don't know how yet, but. But yeah yep, that's right yeah so uh, but, um... yeah yeah, that's, that's going to be good. So, Mark, what do we yeah. got?
1: Well, yes, we're going to have a chat. It being Christmas, um, you know, uh, I think we got, we are going to be talking about some gift ideas. Um, got different price ranges, nothing too expensive. So that's going to be cool. So, you know, if you know a photographer friend um, or you've got to write a list for someone who wants to get you something, then maybe this will help you. Um, apparently, there's been some James Bond villains spotted in Knightsbridge. And I know, Cam, you want to talk about that. I think we'll be talking about that in, in a minute. And also, um, and it's definitely worth a list, Listen, everyone um cam hadn't uh had a chat with uh, martin baines who's the ceo of the bipp i think jeff was part of the conversation as well you know jeff brown um is a friend of the show um but it's definitely worth listening to that it's a really good interview that cam does so uh, yeah do listen to that but um uh, f- firstly let's talk about these bond villains shall we
0: yes let's do that uh mark um, so for talking about andy Gott, uh he's been a bond fan since he was 10 uh when his parents went to uh, take him to see For Your Eyes Only. And which, who played Bond in For Your Eyes Only, uh, Mark? For Your
1: Eyes Only. Is that Roger Moore?
0: It was indeed. It was yeah. indeed. Okay, Very now good. now he's been shooting now. This is his third decade as a celebrity photographer, uh, Andy Gotts. I've actually and, met uh, him
1: briefly, Andy Gotts. Oh, uh, so, oh really? He, yes, he did. Um he might he might have been in Bedford, you know. So uh, we went. He did a talk in Bedford, I think it was. And um, yeah, we went down, and I got. Uh, we bought one of his books. I think he signed it and had a chat with him. And yeah, it was cool. Yeah, that's
0: good. Well, hey, anyway, he's photographed a lot of the actors who played the baddies in the Bond films, and um, and basically, recently he worked out there were only six actors still alive that had been a 007 foe that he had not shot, and oh, wow. uh, so he. Yeah, which is great. So, uh, so Gotts made it his mission to shoot them. So he had the full set, and yeah. so he shot them as they are now. And these images you can see, uh, in an exhibition that's taking place in London until the eighth of January. We'll tell you where at the end. Yeah. And uh he goes on to say, my favorite Bond nemesis is without doubt Auric Goldfinger. His humor and yeah. Wheeler Dealer persona was very infectious, says Gotts. Uh, now looking at these images uh he shot these people sort of as they are now and if you're a fan of portrait photography black and white photography a fan of art photography and fine art photography then this is an exhibition that you must visit because yes we're talking about bond villains and it doesn't matter whether you're interested you've got any interest in james bond or not but the but if you are a fan of photography and the black and white image and black and white portraits, and as I said, fine art, then this is an exhibition that you really want to go to um, because I think these images—they're they're very stark, very black and white—show uh, yeah. up incredible detail. So the lighting is incredible. They've obviously been artworked afterwards, and that's a big part of what you know what, what, of what happens out there now as well. So the baddies that we've got that are featured um, in the article, uh, Christopher Lee, who played Fran- uh, Francisco Scaramanga. In Scaramanga. It's right. yeah. <laughs> going back to 1974. And there's an incredible picture of him just there with a cigar, blowing the smoke from a cigar. Uh, but it's a detail in his hands and his face and the smoke that you can see coming from the cigar. Um, Charles Dance. And in your, for your eyes only 1981, again, he's just on a plain white background uh, with the, with the, with the character just looking straight at you with the eyes, very close up. There's so much textual detail in the shot. Yeah. And uh, mean- it says due to, he says due to clever and creative table settings, uh, which he helped with, it says he ended up sitting next to Mr. Dance for the duration of the meal. After several glasses of red wine, he agreed to shoot. He agreed to be shot by me, and that's how it worked. So he he met him at a meal, and it went on from there. And he said, "Yep, yeah, why not? Let's do it." And Charles clever gone, place uh, settings, eh? Yeah, clever exactly place settings. Right. Well, that's, right, that, yeah.
1: that's what you got to do. I mean, I suppose you got to be in the room in the first place to make this clever place exactly. settings. But uh, but yeah, yeah. No, I have seen. I mean, this is very. Um, I mean, if you haven't seen any of Andy Gott's work, do check in. Do do check them yeah. out because this is the sort of. I mean, the, the other things that I've seen of him it's very of that ilk i mean he has a certain way he shoots and it is definitely evident in his photos so yeah it'll be it'll be good to see these um so if you have got some spare time um during the the festive season that little bit that you don't know what to do with between christmas and new year um yeah get yourself down to knightsbridge i guess yeah that's Um, right yeah i'll tell you exactly yeah i'll I'll tell you exactly where it is
0: that would be good Uh, the, the exhibition is entitled nemesis at, at uh, Al Mare, uh, the Carlton Tower uh, in Knightsbridge, in London. Um, so do get along to that if you you know if you can over the sort of holiday period. I'm sure it's going to be open. Eighth, uh, it's, it's on until the eighth of January, 2024. And um, yeah, I'd love to be able to. Uh, uh, I'd love to be able to uh, to get to that. Just the last one that they've got. And I suppose the most recent one would it be is Rami Malek. Um, oh yeah. Well, he no Fred- to die. yeah, he was no time. Yeah, he was Freddie Mercury, wasn't he? Um, yeah, very eerie sort of image with his eyes and the way that he shot. it's mm. just shot side on. It says he shot Rami in Fleming's Hotel in Mayfair, um, and he said he was the last actor that he needed to complete the set. All oh, right, okay. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and um, he said he he uh, he mentioned he was more comfortable being Freddie that he would he would be up for playing Buster Keaton, which I can see him as as (laughs) says the photographer. And, uh, but yeah, uh, fantastic. Uh, Get along to this and uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Do do check him
0: out. Yeah. James Bond, friend of the show. (laughs) I'm going to grab a quick drink. Let's grab one. And then we're going to crack on with some of those uh, Christmas gifts.
1: Yeah. Christmas gift ideas. It's that time of year. And, you know, me and cam we were we, we've been having a look through what kind of things that actually you know we would like to receive as as christmas presents um so um we figured well that might be quite cool uh you know if, you know if anyone wants to buy something then please go for it but this is generally really giving people ideas to buy their loved ones if they're photographers or just even interested in photography at least some cool ideas, I thought. Um, we're not going to bore you with a massive list. Uh, we've basically got a top five. Um, and uh, yeah, so Cam, I think uh, you want to start with the first one. Uh, this is definitely, <laughs> 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 I-, I thought this was a bit of a boring one personally, but Cam, you were very much um, you were very much uh, going for this. You quite liked it, didn't you? So um, here it is. So Cam, what have you put in at number five?
0: Well, it- it- it's, a- it's a portable hard drive. uh, because yes it might sound as a boring dull present but you know what every photographer needs a needs a portable drive but i can guarantee you that if you give a keen photographer a portable drive wrapped up as a christmas present they're going to be absolutely chuffed because photographers you know we're all geeky aren't we we love that sort of thing and yeah, this particular one is the lacy drive and 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 the great thing about this is it gives you that sort of rubber orange casing around it as well for yes, that's rugged added protection it's the rugged and that's why it's called that so yeah. um
1: well, it's the rugged yeah, mini. I mean, it's not massive on the on on the storage. It's only a terabyte, which you know, ten years ago would seem massive, wouldn't it? But uh, um, but it is it's good because um, it's it's got a it's pretty good price bracket as well, isn't it? I believe. Um, so looking at this, um, you're looking at yeah, eighty quid base, seventy nine pounds. Um, by the way, we're looking at park cameras here. Um, yeah. I'm sure it's there's once... other other people available who buy yeah. I mean, you could buy these from, but. £79, like, yeah. looks pretty cool.
0: I mean, so it's, it's a one terabyte drive and uh um, USB 3 and, you know, your photographer, friend or family member can be storing a terabytes worth of images and video. So I think it's a great Christmas present uh, coming yeah. in at number five. What do we got number four? Well, I was just
1: about to say before we move on, um, mm. if you're particularly feeling generous with your rugged mini USB 3 by Lacey, buy them too. So you got one, and then you got a backup.
0: Well, there you go. Yeah, the backup.
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Right, then. So, yeah, yeah, no worries at all. So the next one we are looking at, again, this is one that piqued Cam's interest. And um, I thought was uh, maybe, I don't know, a little bit on the boring side. But anyway... (laughs)
0: <laughs> See the thing is, Mark, I've gone for things that are useful you've gone for practical,
1: but, useful things, yeah. Haven't you? Rather
0: than that something that's going to be maybe yeah, it's good for Christmas Day, and then you throw it, then, then yeah. you never use it again. That is okay, fair now, enough. That is fair. Yeah. Enough. Now, now, this is called the uh, the think tank. Uh, cable Management 30 version 3. And it says, the updated Think Tank Cable Management 30 version 3 is the latest pouch from the range, which now features clear front and rear panels with wide, easy access opening and much more to help you organize your accessories. So it, it's basically a cable tidy case.
1: Yes. Um, and it, That's- Yeah. I mean, there's nothing much to it, but you're right. I mean, I'm always looking for cables. I'm not gonna lie. So I have just taken the Mickey out of this, but actually <laughs> Yeah.
0: Martin, do you know what? I, I think the one person that needs this is you. Because when 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 you open up your camera bag, okay, you're a messy bugger.
2: Okay. <laughs> I I I excuse me,
1: everything is in its place, I'll have you know. But, but there you... are cables on top of flash guns. I, I agree. Yeah, that, exactly right. Nowhere, and... else, nowhere else to put them
0: and then when you have your backpack you know which has got your laptop in i mean there's this i i watch you and you've got stuff coming out everywhere and it, it just seems <laughs> to be no organization at all oh so th- no this- that's
1: not fair there's plenty <laughs> of organization everything has its place unless someone picks up my bag and doesn't check it zips mr <laughs> mr <laughs> cam uh, but uh, g- generally <laughs> it is uh, it is but no this <laughs> but- would be this actually looks pretty cool to be fair
0: I mean, it's not a five-pound little zip pouch or something. Like it's 30 pounds. So it's yeah. quite a price just for what you would call a bag. But I mm. think it's really useful. I, you know, And uh, I think you give that to a photographer friend again or family member, I think they'd be chuffed. I think they would use it yeah. and go straight into their camera bag, and they would spend Christmas Day wrapping up their cables and tidying them all up and yeah. putting them in the bag and be yeah. organized so i think and it's a great organized. present okay so the first two i think are really useful gifts what do we got in at
1: number three really useful oh. one here so um, i quite like this one uh, so this is um a it's a battery case it's a large mm. battery case it's, it's, it's 15 quid so nothing overly um, expensive here but you know what it can do is it's like a little pouch It's by vanguard it's mm. called the vanguard alter bcl battery case large um mm. it's not the sexiest of titles I agree but it is it says it does exactly what it says in the title there it's Mm. a little pouch it looks like you can put it on your belt uh, um and you can oh lens caps now that would be good for me i'm always losing my lens caps you can put lens caps in there you can put sd cards in there batteries looks like you got a pen in there as well you can fit uh just a nice little thing that you can put on your belt um again very useful um for yeah, carrying around, um, and it's only fifteen quid. You know, it'd be a good, useful little thing for fifteen yeah. pounds. I don't know what I you think, think so. about that, Cam.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I I think it's a great present. Again, you know, it's that one where it's 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 really useful. You give that to any photographer, and they're going to have a use for it. Um, you know, and yeah, they might sound like dull presents, but they're ones that people are going to keep, and they're going to say, "I can guarantee you that every photographer will say so far to those three, Do you know what? I, I could really do with that. Oh, yeah, I was thinking of getting one of those. Oh, I wanted to tidy all my stuff up. You know, I needed somewhere to back my photos up. That's the response that you're going to get from our three, our numbers five, four, and three. What what, what comes in at number two, Mark?
1: Well, this is something that piqued my fancy. You, know, you know I like my lighting um and this is a little device that i think would be very useful so it's a little led light that clips onto your hot shoe adapter on your camera um it's called the loom cube 2.0 waterproof led um and yeah it's it looks pretty cool you've got an app for it on your phone so you can control your brightness um Mm. and all that kind of stuff um and there's a load of other functions on there as well which does look really really useful um not only do you get obviously the little it's like this little box um light it's 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 really quite small um mm. not only do you get that but you also get a few accessories with it as well so obviously you've got your uh usb cable for charging um and the DSLR shoe, Uh, but you also get, uh, it has a magnetic thing on the front, so you can put little filters on it, so you've got the magnetic warming gel um, and you've also got a diffuser which again is all which is um magnetic it just clicks on um you've got a m- modification frame i'm not entirely sure what that is i'm assuming it's another light modifier or some description um and then of course you actually get the loom cube 2.0 as well now this is a little bit more pricey than what we've been talking about it's 95 pounds but it's still under the 100 pound mark so it's not breaking the bank but i think this could be a nice little little gadget you can have just to Just to maybe put a bit of pop in a portrait or, um, you know, we were thinking about first dances, weren't we, Cameron, when we first saw this?
0: Well, yeah, the thing is, is I like it. Um, And then I thought to myself, "Mm, I don't know, it's a bit plasticky and cheap, but then it is £95. Yeah. So that sort of changed my mind on it, thinking it's probably for for something that small for £95. That's got to be pretty good. My only thing is, would it be blinding to the subject that you're going to use? But then again, Maybe. saying that, not, necess- not necessarily. I think you've got that control on your phone and there's a couple of images of a photographer using it. And I think yeah. it could be really good in just to throw that little bit of extra light in dark situations. I'd quite like to try that, actually.
3: Yeah, I, I, I'd like know, to there try you,
0: There, you, There you go, you see, Mark. Yeah. That's why it makes a great Christmas present, because if somebody bought that Christmas present for me, I'd be thinking, ooh, I like that. I've, yeah, got, I've not got one of those. I can't think yeah. many people would have that. You know,
1: I, um... I think so. I've just realised what the modification frame is, by the way. So that okay. is the thing. The modification frame is the magnetic bit, which you clip over the loom cube, and then you can ah. then magnetically attach the warming an gel adapter. and a diffuser yeah it's an adapter basically yeah. and i haven't looked into it but i'm sure there are some additional accessories you can get for it um i can't imagine this company is silly not to do that um or yeah. maybe there's some coming up but um yeah 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 let's have a look um, at
0: the description of it down, down there a little bit as i look at it a little bit yeah. lower. okay it says it's rugged it's waterproof it's got a high quality light bluetooth yeah. enabled for easy edge ed- brightness one and a half hour battery life. Wow. Yeah, for a little ugly. cube like yeah. that. That's I'm really good. surprised. Yeah. Uh, it's just low light mode for long exposure photography. So that alone is, is really good and 80% mm-hmm. beam angle for clean spread and zero hotspots. Now, there you go. That was yeah. my worry. Did yeah. it cause a hotspot? Now i would really, really like to try this actually.
1: Yeah. Um, I think and, it's cool. It's about the be... size of a golf ball. This thing it's, um, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And it doesn't, it does, I said, it doesn't take a battery. It's USB C charging. You know, going back years ago, we would have had those little disc, you know, those little silver uh, um, batteries. That, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. Those it.
1: things. You know,
0: I mean, it I think, might be yeah. that
1: it can connect to your camera. I don't know this because I haven't looked into it, but you yeah, might, be able to, true. might be able yeah. to just connect yeah. to your it camera. It gets a and... charging cable. Yeah. It might yeah, be. Yeah. Uh, uh, under-
0: I, I think another good gift. I think we've got some really good ones. You've got the sort of boring, sort of usefully <laughs> ones, but now, yeah. you know, so anyway. what comes, yeah.
1: Well, anyway, we kind of cheated for the next one because we got two things that we kind of grouping together. Hmm. Um, Okay, so uh, this is really going back to analog. Now, these cameras have been around for ages and whatever, guys, Um, the, the company's been around for a very long time. So I'm sure many of our listeners have heard of Lomo cameras um yep. so we've gone on to shop.lomography.com and they've got hmm. some really good cracking deals here but there was a couple yep. that me and cam looked at particularly which we we kind of like so i'm going to start with this one here um yep. so this one is called the lomo apparatus uh, mini gift bundle um, hopefully yep. i have pronounced that right now it's a nice little bundle you've got um yep. now the price does vary because you have a choice of three different cameras um so you've got um the lapper at 21 mil wide angle camera which is normally 89 pounds yep. uh, you've got the the Lomo lapper at 21 millimeter wide angle camera new bro edition i'm just assuming that's how it looks and that's an extra yep. tenner, and then you've also got the uh oh Chin Yoda edition, mm-hmm. uh, which is 99 right. pounds. So the price does vary on this bundle. Um, yeah. so it can be £101.90 or it can be 111 pounds 90 depending on which mm. can you go for. Okay. But it also gives you um some film, and you also get yeah. a film case for it as well. Um, it's 35 mil film, so it's going back to the old school. But I have to say, some of these um they got some uh examples of what you can get from it because it's got some gels on the flash. So you can change your flash uh, color. I think it might actually go for all three, because looking at some of these, um, that looks like the the, the Lomo stuff is great.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people, a lot of people probably aren't even aware of what Lomo, uh, the Lomo cameras do. Um, But they've been around since the 90s. Yeah. Um, and they're actually quite famous as well you know you see them in you see them sometimes in art galleries you know when you go to the shop uh, uh, uh the, the museum shop sometimes or yeah uh, you know when you, uh, on, on your way out and you, you find them in there a lot of the time as well but the way they sort of capture things in a very arty sort of way I think are great you know they they give you the flair they give you that bit of uh sort of uh that that color the difference you know the the old look color, I guess, as it were. Yeah. They, they, they look like, um, Uh, it's like going back in time with with the Lomo stuff, I would
1: guess. But it's also very Uh, experimental and very arty and crafty. Experimental, that's it. Yes, yeah, that's Um, right. It looks like you could do some double exposure stuff with this camera as well. Um, And again, you can change, though. I said there's some um, sort of gels you can put over the flash. It looks like you can change the colours of the gels as well so they're interchangeable. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah.
1: It just looks like a bit of fun. I mean, I don't think you're going to get the highest quality picture from these, Yeah. Don't expect that, um, but it is, it's is—it's fun. It looks like yeah. fun. I think it's very, yeah, um, I would be yeah. very happy if I uh, opened my yeah. stocking one morning and found one of these in in there. I think this would be lots and lots of fun. That's right, yeah. And what's Ridical the
0: site that uh, what, What's the site that people can look this up on?
1: Shop.lomography.com. Um, we'll yeah. put this on our show me. Yeah. We'll put some direct links to the two cameras that we're saying, because you spotted one as well, didn't you, Cam? Uh um, yes. Uh yeah, where but, is it? Ah, oh, here it is. Oh no, that's not it. There it is. It was it was the old, and I think people
0: would love this. Now, but, but there is a downside to it. Now, this is the Fisheye Baby Metal Black. It says with a sleek black metallic design, the oh so adorable Fisheye Baby 110 camera may be small, but it packs a 170-degree punch, shooting super cool bulbous spheres on one 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 oh film. So, those of you yeah. that remember 110 film, 110 yeah, film. 110. Now, the only thing i would say is 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 it a bit gimmicky does it have a limited use yes look it's only 30 pounds it's just under 30 pounds of skip so yes yeah. it is gimmicky it is for a bit of fun it could be ideal for somebody to shoot over christmas um yeah. and then not use it again right but so and i think it's it's the one present i think that's funky at the list of things that we did it's funky it's fun it's experimental. Yeah do you know what you may only use it once or twice but it's part of the fun element of it you know yeah i think
1: so i think you get i think you get a lot out of it actually i think you could you'd always take this to parties or um you know like i mean there's a picture of someone there hiking on a mountain i think you get some quite interesting i think it's a camera you take as well as your smartphone so you got a bit of fun and then your normal photos as well definitely Um, it's on 110 film as well i don't know how easy that is to get printed i'm guessing That um, they'll be able to tell you how to do that. Um, I think they
0: do. On yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think you can probably send it directly to them actually, and they'll do that as well. So yeah. they support. I think they support all of that. They sell yeah. all the film as well. So
1: good yeah, stuff. Do. Now,
0: Mark, that's our top that's five, cool. isn't it? No, no. We, We're, got, really we, got on got two. we got one oh, more. We got one more. We've well, got one. Of course, yes. No, you've
1: actually got one of these Cam. <laughs> so I'm we really have. surprised you uh, you forgot about this. Uh, so uh, we yes. went. So we 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 had a look on this. These guys don't. Well, they they have their own website to tell you about it, but it's it's by Fujifilm. It's called the Instax Mini Link to Smartphone Printer. And you can get them in different colours. We're looking at the clay white one. Um, But over to you, Cam, because you've actually got one of these.
0: I have. I may not have exactly the same one. It is a Fujifilm Instax uh, Mini that I've got, but I bought it. I bought it for my wife a few years ago, actually, for Christmas. And um, basically what it is, you take a photo on your phone and you can print it into a little mini print it's like a very small mini polaroid that you get and at the bottom of it it's got that bit of extra white space and you can make a little comment on it you can sign it we can put a date on it and present it to somebody so they get a photo there and then straight away i think that these are absolutely brilliant and you, yeah you, you, you so it's really easy to link your phone to the printer you you, you print the picture off you 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 it comes out of the machine automatically. You then have to wait, and then you see the image appear in front of you.
1: Oh, so, it's a, th- so it's like a Polaroid then?
0: It's a Polaroid, yeah. But so. it's absolutely brilliant. I think they're perfect gifts to hand about. Now, you can buy the Instax cameras, and they're big, bulky things, yes. which, which I've not used, but I still think they're really good. However, this is just a printer that you can keep in your bag, but you, mm. but you take the photos with your phone. And I think these are... I think these are these are brilliant they make a great gift I mean it's under 100 pounds
1: yeah you know so we're looking uh, at what not 94 pounds 94 yeah, pounds on the dot
0: yeah 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 depending on where you get that and I think when you buy it you get some film that comes with it that you can mm. use how uh, do you or, um, a how film do you, rather how, paper
1: paper how do you link it to the um the camera is it bluetooth is it uh, yeah it's just bluetooth it, or is it, it's just bluetooth. wi-fi you,
0: yeah yeah so you just download the app and yeah. then it just links up from there it's oh, okay. really cool. easy and how and big the, are the photos oh they're, they're probably i don't know uh three inches by two something like that yeah something like that
1: so just nice little yeah nice small little pictures but, yeah
0: you know and uh i think they're perfect for just uh just it it makes a lot of little gifts you take you take a photo of someone you just hand them the little print on the day yeah you could know, you make little albums,
1: couldn't you? You could do little albums but on it as you see, well.
0: And... You see them at weddings, you know, uh, yeah. sometimes when people leave those little Instax and they stick them up. And uh, I think uh, we go to what is a, a a print. And I think it's a great way to finish off mm. our top five Christmas presents. Yes, Because, you, you, you know, you're actually, you know, you, you, you're actually giving something to somebody, that printer, and then taking photos and printing them off. And then they're giving a little print to somebody else, you mm. know, and, uh, you know they could you could shoot pictures over christmas and if you've got family and friends staying with you over christmas they could take a little print home with them you know shot yeah you know, over christmas before everyone falls out you know and
1: uh that down the queen Vic, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's
0: right yeah so, so when uh, um so the instax printer i think is a great gift uh, that's our number one christmas that gift is- this year under 100 pounds you um, can't go give it to anyone, it either, uh, and, yeah. oh, and sorry, that's the other thing. It's the other reason why we're going to, uh, why we we're, we're saying it's not one, is because it's not just for photographers. You could give this to your mum. You could give this to your dad. Yeah. You give this to your brother, your sister, your best friend. This is a photographic gift for everyone. Yeah, And Absolutely. that's why it's the number one gift.
1: Yeah, so, excellent stuff. stuff. Right, we, and Cam. <laughs> yeah we should go for our last drink in between sections um, of the year. Yeah um and um and then um well it's it's, it's that great interview you did uh, with the guys from bipp so um we'll have a drink and uh, yeah we'll we'll see you guys on the other side
0: okay you're right guys so uh, martin and jeff from the bipp have uh, just joined us in the bar how are you doing guys thank you for popping in fantastic great.
3: thank you yeah thank you All good, good stuff
0: okay good stuff okay so you you guys have just come off the back of the international prince awards 2023 event um and that's what prompted us to sort of uh, get you guys on the show because we thought that would be worth talking about but rather than it just being a, a an awards evening it was more of an event with um you had various workshops and classes on things going on is, is that right
3: yeah absolutely yeah cam uh, it uh it was a great day uh we we have four uh, seminars through the day, and then we have the awards uh, in the evening where we present the category winners. So it might be, I don't know, um, Domesticated Animals Photographer of the Year, and that kind of runs up to a final where there's a, an overall winner with a high-scoring print who becomes the uh, BIPP Photographer of the Year. And uh, it's uh, kindly presented by Jeff, who's our president. So he stands there and does a lot of handshaking and smiling at the camera and handing over our wonderful awards. So it was, a, it was a great night, and I think... I think the, the the when we took account the next day the lettuce in the bar was six, so you can you can tell it's a great awards <laughs> evening. If yeah, people are, people are still in the bar. not me by the way, I was in bed by two. But yeah, it was a it was a light night.
0: You know, it's been a good night. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to come back onto the awards in a moment. But uh, Jeff, obviously we know uh, very well, he's a, a friend of the show and as uh, the photographer's mentor, uh, providing great advice to photographers out there. But. Um, we'll come, as I said, we'll come back to the awards, but I wanted to really just go over what the BIPP is first, the, what the organisation organization does, how it benefits photographers, um, you know, what 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 can it offer people that are listening out there that aren't members of either of the BIP or they're not members of any uh, sort of uh, um, society at all?
3: Uh, do you want me to talk to that or yeah Jeff? yeah yeah good uh, well the, the 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 association the BPP has been around since 1902 so it's at uh, 1901 even so it's been around 123 years so it's it's been around a long time originally started in Fleet Street and it was uh, put together by. Um, photographers who may have been members of other organizations such as the RPS and other organizations at the time, but they wanted a, um, a professional uh, body uh, and that's how it came together. So that's 123 years ago. So fast forward to today, and the whole idea is it's a place for photographers to kind of uh, share their experiences um there is a community um a lot of photographers are quite it's quite a lonely role that we find that they sit at home staring at lightroom or staring at mm-hmm. photoshop in the pajamas at three o'clock in the afternoon and um this is a way for them to to kind of get out there speak more to other photographers as an organization we provide public uh, as members as part of the membership Uh, because it's a membership organization we provide uh, professional um, indemnity and public liability and there's a -a 24-hour seven-day-a-week helpline if they have any uh, problems with issues with the law or anything like that so there's lots of benefits to it uh, discounts and things like that but one of the main things that people find out of it is is a community uh, of other like-minded people and then Forward from that, we've got um, a three-tier uh, qualification system, and then we run print competitions, um, which is what we've just talked about, which is a, a kind of culminating our national print competition. We did used to have regional print competitions, but next year we're actually switching to monthly competitions uh, to get hopefully get more engagement and get more people involved on a monthly basis. So that's where we are with it.
0: Yeah, no, that's really good, and having been established for all those years, um, you know, shows that the, the relevance of something like yeah, of of you know uh, uh, of the BIPP. And it's interesting that you said about the um, the whole community aspect, because and I've mentioned this a few times on the podcast, and particularly when we started the podcast. And this was before COVID, so it was probably about three months before COVID when we when this pod, podcast start, first went out, before we had any idea that uh, COVID was going to happen, and the number of messages that we had where photographers are saying your podcast has been great because you're actually we we have nobody to talk to i spend all the time on my own and that's whether it's covid or 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 not um you know i don't talk with other photographers i have this uh you know i have the competition in my local area and i do my best to avoid that competition you know we don't network in any way and you guys are real photographers talking about the things that that i have questions about and i think photographers can be quite they're sort of quite reluctant to do that, aren't they? To talk to other photographers in many ways, particularly if it's local competition. Um, and I think the trade shows are a great way, um, you know, to, to go to a trade show, to attend a trade show where you start to meet other mm-hmm. photographers. But I think the community aspect to me is probably the strongest thing about being in a society and trying to network with other photographers um, and, and basically working together. And I, for me, I think that's the biggest benefit of, of being in a society. And you've got a lot of members, haven't you?
3: Yeah, we have. uh, Probably not as many as um, other organisations, but as I say, I was a professional. But one of the things, again, that uh, when I talk about support and and community, uh, for example, as a a member benefit, is that we've done all the documents that we'll think you'll need as a a photographer starting out. So even things like... um, if you need a contract for a person to who you're going to employ or a model release form, we've kind of tried and take care of all that for you. Uh, And also Jeff as our president runs uh, and I'm sure he'll tell you more about them, but different workshops. um, uh, 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 Once a month you have the the president's business meetings um, and also every, just things like every Thursday morning, we have a coffee morning where people come on zoom and they'll, they'll have a chat and it might have nothing to do with photography at all, but, you know what's happened that week and so yeah you're right the community is important people um you know that they whatever problem they're they're facing somebody else has had it and we'll be able to help with it whether it's a light room problem or um you know mental health issues or it could it could be such a, a wide genre of things and as I said Jeff has uh since he come on as president this year has really helped and, and benefited the members that way from first of all by just the person he is and the things he's been through um, uh, and his um, obviously the training that he does is, is such a huge benefit to our membership and he's a great guy to have around. Fun. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and
0: and, and where um obviously, you know, we're going to be putting links out to the BIPP and, you know, where people get in touch and everything, but do you have a, uh, you know, is there a physical presence at trade shows, uh, events or anything like that where people think, oh, actually they're going to be there or, you know, I might just go and have a chat, you know, like a face to face. Do you do anything like that at all? or Have you got any plans to 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 be out there where people can just come and meet you?
3: We do. Um, so, for example, last week we were at Canon uh, in London, at, just outside of Heathrow, where they were doing a day on uh, printing, how to get better prints out of your inkjet. And we were there supporting two of the speakers there, was John Miskelly and uh, Sanjay, who, who were two fellows with us. So we went there to support them and, 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 and talk to people about our membership. So we, we do that. We do um, TPS, the photography show. Uh, next year we're also doing Click. Um, Charlie Kaufman's Click Group is uh, mm. they're putting on a big event in in I think it's just outside of Coventry. So generally, most of the trade shows will we, we'll have some kind of presence, whether we'll have a stand there or we'll we'll just be there, maybe myself or some of the members chatting to other people. But yeah, we're we're, we're out and about um, and trying. and we, we find that's the only way to do it really to grow our membership. Uh, but, but although we're a non-for-profit, we still need to kind of take on new members. We have a natural churn, and people retiring or, or or leaving and, and we, we've got to also, as a business, uh, as I say, a non-for-profit, but we still have to bring people in. And one of the best ways to do that is to, to be out there shaking hands with people and talking to them and and, and, and that's the bit I love about, I enjoy about my role anyway, is is speaking to anything to do with photography, you can, uh, that's, that's all I know anything about, to be honest, Cam. So, yes. <laughs> <Same here.
0: laughs> so the, I mean, the learning aspect is, is I think is a particular sort of uh, relevance to most people is what can they learn from being, you know, from joining a society um, and, and the workshops that you run. So Jeff, you, can you tell us a little bit about the workshop, the type of workshops that are available that people are getting involved it, it, with?
2: A lot of it's to do with you know the, the problems that people have within running a business, so the marketing, the branding. Uh, but for um, the, the recent event that we just had last week in Birmingham, uh, it was Martin and Paul's suggestion that we do something a little bit different, and they know that uh, you know in, in my own past, I struggled, struggled with mental health and had a, a suicide attempt eight, eight, nine years ago, and they asked if I'd be happy to talk about that and how I overcame that and developed a routine for positivity, wellness, and happiness. So uh, so that was a um, a first for me speaking to people openly about that and doing a PowerPoint and a discussion about it. And it was a it was and then that ran on to goal setting and habit uh, forming. And uh, I got some amazing feedback from people. And it was surprising how many really talented photographers, you know, way, way talented than me, people with fellowships and stuff. And very successful people struggle with mental health. And it came over and said, you know, they got a lot from it. me, me actually sharing that and being open about it, because it's something a lot of people don't like to talk about.
0: Yeah, and, and I think a lot of that's got to do with something that we mentioned, you know, a few minutes ago about the, the community aspect, because I think most photographers, they they tend to work on their own as, as sole traders. You know, I remember that when I first got into photography, you know, many years ago, I was really fortunate. I was in a period where photography, where there were a lot of jobs available. So I was flitting from one job to another, working for different companies, that type of thing. And things have changed since then because it's it's become far more sort of as an individual you know now. You know people will now sort of say, "Right, I'm going to I'm going to set up my own business. I'm going to be a photographer, so I'll set up a website, I set up an Instagram page, and that's it. They're ready to go. They're good. They're good to go yeah. without any prior knowledge of the business and having met and worked with other photographers and other people in the photography industry. They just sort of go ahead, set themselves up, and it becomes it can become a lonely existence. Um,
2: well, a great no. little a great little story actually it was. Um... A couple of years ago, I had a, a one of my uh, somebody off LinkedIn that just messaged me and says, Jeff, uh, you know, I'm struggling with setting up my business. Um, and it was a photographer based in Nigeria. And I work with clients in 20 odd different countries around the world. So we jumped on a Zoom call. We hit it off. Uh, you know, he ended up coming on board my uh, awesome photographers group. And, uh, and then uh, back in March last year, he messaged me to say, I've come to the UK. I'm now doing my master's degree in photography in the UK. And he's based in Birmingham. And then when I came to the uh, International Print Awards last Thursday and I had to present the, uh, the the winning member for student category, this guy from Nigeria, Adoji, who I, who, who I know, I didn't know he'd entered. I'd actually won because I told him about joining the BIPPS. So, you know, the BIP would be great for you because you come in from outside the country. You come in. Into the UK to great list, to network, meet other photographers. You'll get all the the the, the legal help, the you know the um, the the support and stuff like that that you need. And then, lo and behold, he wins Student Photographer of the Year award, which is absolutely fantastic.
3: Jeff, I, I didn't. I, I, the, I actually didn't know that. I didn't know he was uh, one of your kind of members. That's that's yeah yeah, yeah makes yeah, that story even guy. better. <laughs> yeah yeah, what a great guy he was. He was good yeah. fun. Yeah, couldn't get him that's, off the dance floor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great you see because that shows the power of connecting you know and too often you know we just keep ourselves photographers will keep themselves to themselves purely because of that and even this conversation alone um you know just just talking to you guys now can start to inspire you just to think okay yeah i am going to make hopefully think i'm going to make more of an effort to get out there a little bit more and and join groups and because we also become sort of I'm in a group, but it's an online group. It's just a Facebook group or something. But even that, you're, you're still on your own. You don't really connect sort of face-to-face with people. So I think you, the coffee morning and everything that you were saying, Martin, I think those are those are great ideas. And if you're not chatting about photography all the time, that's even better, you know, it's yeah. and, and I think you just feel inspired. So good stuff. Okay, so we'll come on to how, how you joined the BIPP. Um, but I wanted to talk about the, uh, the awards, uh, the awards event that you had. And yeah. uh, just to tell us a little bit about what the type of awards were. Um, so, yeah, let's kick off with that. What what, a, what awards were, you know?
3: Yeah, so, so um, what happens is earlier in the year, we invite our members to send in images. So it kind of starts in January, February, when we have the regional uh, image competition. So that's a digital online thing where they send in images. Uh, they're marked online and, and within the region, they'll compete against each other. Uh, and after that, we come to the Nationals, which starts um, probably towards the end of summer. And we have 14 categories from architecture and industrial, uh, wedding, classical wedding, Um uh, scientific, uh, domesticated parts, natural world. So there's all different categories that members can enter. So what they do is the, the, the first part of it is the enter online. So it's a, a digital entry. And then um, if they, uh, it's judged by about 20 different judges. Um, some of them will judge some of the categories that they're experts in. And they'll score. And if it gets over a 75, uh, and it'll be judged five times, uh, the image will be just by five separate judges and the 20 judges in the pool. Um, If it scores over 75, it goes through to the print round. So what we do then is we'll let them all know that they're through to the print round. And they'll uh, submit a 20 by 16 mounted print to to my office. Um, And then come October time, We get uh, six judges plus the chair of judges, which is uh, Mr. Paul Wilkinson. And uh, they're all fellows in a room, and we go via category. The prints will go up into a D50 light box, and they'll be marked out of 100. And anything above an 80 is a bronze. Anything above um, an 85 is a silver, and 91 is a gold. And they're all scored. And it's a really, really interesting process, and I'd love uh, one day for us to be able to do it live in front of people or or maybe um, be able to stream it. Because what happens is, um, it's put up the the uh the individual judges walk up to the image, they'll view it onto a D50 light box, they'll sit back down, and they'll put a score into an electronic tablet. And then what happens is Paul will see all the scores as well as a mean uh, score, so a, so an average. Um, and then if one of the judges says that's too high or that's too low, then they'll bring the print back and they'll discuss. I'm going to say discuss it, but it does get rather can get heated <laughs> in a, in a very sure. polite and very. Uh, professional way until we get to a score that everybody agrees with. And there's another um, bit where if there's a 10-point differential between the lowest score and the highest score, it's an automatic challenge where the person who scored the lowest has to talk about why they scored it that way all the way up. Now, the weird thing is if kind of everybody scores within 10 points of each other, let's say it scores an 83 and 80, 84, then it just flies through. There's no conversations about it, it just goes through. Um, at the end of that process, all uh, the, the, kind of say, the top three, if they're within a few marks or points of a mark together, they're brought back out in front of the judges and then they'll choose the one which they think is the best. And they're looking for all different things. It's impact, it's technical ability, it's lighting, it's the way it, with the paper that it's printed on, how it's been printed, how it's been mounted. So there's quite a lot of um, different things that the judges are looking for. Once that process is done, we've got 14 categories. They bring the 14 category winners back in front of them all at at the same time and then they'll take one away uh, until we're left with one which then is the Photographer of the Year so that then uh, um, that's in October then in November we have our uh, International Print Awards you know, it's people from all over the world as well as the UK that send images in or prints in um, where we present the category winners as the photographer of the year as well as the overall photographer of the year. And There's a few other surprises in there as well. We we have a, a something called the sh- Comboy Beer Award which is for somebody who's given a lot to the um to the institute and this year uh, one of our members john muskelly who was already a fellow was honored with honorary fellowship which is kind of the highest award for for the time as he's given uh, uh, on the board of directors and um he's rewritten our articles of association last year which is a huge job so there's a lot of kind of interesting things like that happens and then we all have a beautiful three course meal and then uh, and then we stay up very late <laughs> right
0: as as any good awards does that's right yeah, yeah. so i'm interested in that you know, you, it's about prints. And, and you were saying that people send, photographers will send prints in. Yes. Now, do you think that this is the whole print thing? I, I don't like to use the phrase sort of a, a dying thing, because obviously it's still big, we still print and everything. But do you think that there are photographers that are going to say, I've never printed a thing in my life? Absolutely. Right? You, know, but, yeah. I, 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 you know, I'd love to, uh, I'd love to, you uh, um, you know uh put something in for this award love to be up for this award but i've got n- i've got no idea so they they might go down to their local boots or something right and print something and think hey you know what that's a print you know because for some people print is a print but they, they, you know a proper print is a piece of art cam it's a know? really
3: really interesting subject to talk about we could talk mm. about this all day actually so mm. there's two two things yes there's a, the 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 a lot of photographers now commercial photographers never send anything to print. So it, it, it's a skill that's kind of being forgotten. And there's a lot of pro labs out there that can help you get through that digital labs and, uh, Loxley color and, um, you know, SIM 2000 and graphic yeah. studio, there's all these companies that can help you out. But what, what I know for a fact that if Paul Wilkinson uh, was, was here, what he would say is what better way is it at the moment, because besides having a load of ISO monitors mounted and, and, it's very difficult because what you want is the last thing that your photographer actually sees that he or cares that print that the next people who see it being the judges is that they see it exactly as the photographer saw it so hit the photographer said yeah I'm happy with that print I'm happy with the colors happy with the density I'm happy that that is representing my work there's no other way at the moment that you can do that where five other people can sit there and look at that same thing that the photographer's seen. Because a, a monitor, there will be they'll be slightly different. Uh, even with, you know, calibrated ISOs or BenQ monitors, there is still a slight difference from what the photographer will have seen. So I'll, I, I agree with some of the people that say, you know, this is, it is all technology. But at the moment, it's still the best technology when we're running a thing that says, Um, a photographer has signed off almost this print say that that represents their work to then our judges seeing what they wanted them to see so it's a a really interesting space around what will happen in the future and we've been having the same discussion with our qualifications where photographers will uh, present um, uh, a panel we call it a panel of images so 20 images and you know the fact that it's they have to do that via print kind of puts some people off, and I understand that. But but show me a better way or a different way to do it, and and we don't believe yet that there is a way besides spending a huge amount of money and getting monitors mounted on some kind of framework that that you know that would be the next closest thing to do. But at this mm-hmm. uh, but that's expensive for us and for the photographers as well. So that that's yeah, where no- we are with print.
0: Yeah, that's no, right. I'll come back to that in a second. There's one thing that you mentioned, that you mentioned Sim and Loxley, but you mentioned Sim and you called them Sim 2000, which shows how long you've been in the
3: industry. Oh, my <laughs> god! yeah. Sorry. Because I still do the <laughs> same. Lee will be, be turning in his he's <laughs>
0: Exactly. That's right, yeah. yeah. Uh, I managed to stop saying Sim 2000, you know, a little while ago. <laughs> yeah, it was always Sim 2000 to me. Anyway, let's come back to that print thing, okay, so with the print now you said something about you know old technology you know and but I, you see i don't think it is old technology i think the, the you know prints as we we're saying it's a piece of art it's a final piece of work that you will produce for something and i and i yeah. think there's photographers now i think that there's there's a lot of new photographers that are coming to the industry in, in recent years and they're not even new photographers just photographers that have come coming to the industry in, in recent years have have no idea really of what a print and a and a and print quality actually is everything they look at is based on what they look at on a screen. Instead, screens are going to give different, you know, d- uh, different different color renditions, uh, exposure. So you're not looking at the same thing. So yes, I totally agree that the print is the best way to, you know, to to, to judge this. Um, but it's just that a lot of photographers, even still, they'll still never print anything commercially, will they? Regardless of whether it's for an award or something like yeah. that. It's quite sad. I mean, you got you got your wedding albums, but on a, on a, sort of talking about within the, in the commercial industry, I can't remember the last time I printed anything out for a commercial client. And and I'm now going back years. Okay, and yeah, we used to shoot products and we'd print off three hundred ten by eights that they yeah. could send out to their customers yeah. and more in 2016s that. They'd even put up in reception, you know, in yeah. their in their reception and whatever. Now they've got a screen and you know, and they've just put their digital files on there. And so from that point of view, you know, that is is that part of the industry sort of dying, you know, where commercial customers are are not requesting the print.
3: Yes and no. Certainly commercially, mm. but it used to be back then all uh, trans uh, transparencies E six. Mm. Uh, and when I talk about uh, print being old, I mean uh, RF RF four C forty one chemistry has been around you know a, a long long time. Uh, but but since then we've got now canons and and Epsons that can print you know that we're getting to sort the, the, of to the point where they can print the whole of the Adobe RGB color space. So so that there, there, there is kind of technology is moving forward. Uh, but but I would say if you if you certainly from a portrait from portrait or, or wedding port, uh, photographer's point of views where where you see these guys getting the you know we're talking tens of thousands commissions is because they're printing their work and one of the interesting things that I find is that uh, we have this discussion with people and when they go for qualifications you know it's going to cost me quite a bit of money to have my work printed yes it is but you when they see their work when they put those. 20, 20 by 16 prints up on this panel that we've this display thing that we built um they'll, they'll they'll just stand back and even they're amazed because they've mm-hmm. never really seen the work um shown like that or, or presented like that and they gasp when i've had uh, i've had uh, members cry when they see the work actually printed and and put up like that and there's so much more value in in printed work in, in, in my belief i understand that commercially um you know a lot of commercial clients don't require that but I, I, again, I think that sometimes from the point of photographers, and this is one thing that our organization, and certainly Jeff helps with, is that a lot of time photographers' clients aren't aware that they can purchase prints because the photographer's not giving them the option to buy a print and then it comes to sales and marketing and and that's one thing that we really find quite uh, a lot of photographers struggle with is that the the great photographers when it comes to their business and marketing and sales they're, they're they're dreadful at it and they are not giving their customers the option to purchase something or to buy something so it's it's kind of a all linked together but yeah of course sometimes you know with 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 the internet and people's websites they're never going to be printed but then you look at uh, you know, a lot of companies will have uh, uh, like a, a yearbook done with stuff that's happened through the year. And, and that's down to the photographers selling them a product that they didn't even know they, they wanted. So yeah, interesting.
0: And your comment, when, when when photographers see their work printed up and said they, they can become quite emotional over it. Yeah. I think that's just so true. You know, I've been in that position and I think it, it is one of the most rewarding things. And at the end of the day, you know, when we go to photography exhibitions or we go to say the National Portrait Gallery or the Photographer's Gallery, you're yeah. going there to see work, that physical work work that has been printed and presented and up on a wall. And I'm sure every photographer thinks I'd love to see my work up on a wall in a gallery one day. It's the same thing. And I yeah. think it'd be great for photographers to who, who haven't printed anything is is to learn that and to start looking at, at having some prints. And then, you know, you're going to then want to start to enter the, some of the competitions um, that you guys do as well. So, and then Jeff, just Martin, just to sort of finish off on there, Jeff is, as Martin was saying about the whole marketing aspect. And I guess that's really your expertise is it? you know, where, um is is martin what you were saying there was that a lot of commercial clients probably aren't aware of the, the whole print thing you know because they're looking at digital files all day and every day it's easy for them just to put up a, a reset a tv up in their reception area of their of their building and say let's just put a few pictures up on a slideshow there you know so yeah but jeff that's a great thing
2: i think you know print is so valuable and, and just to give an example of you know the 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 event last week um I was I was handing out all the the awards and the presentations to you know shaking people's hands and stuff so I stood there um for each one of those 14 categories watching the slideshow of all the 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 sort of the, the people who'd entered the you know the, the that was going to uh, forward for the for the qualification and you know you you watch with admiration and, and inspiration these these amazing images but those images are only there for a second the next image you know but then at the end of End of the entire event, he's all these uh, prints from the winners from the different categories on easels that people could actually go up and physically look at. Now it was great for other members to be able to look at that, but think about the feeling for somebody who'd actually won it. That makes it more powerful because their stuff is there. People, it becomes a talking point. They feel they feel great. It's a great boost for them, and you couldn't get that if it wasn't printed out. You'd be just sitting. Oh, hang on a minute, wait, my picture's coming around in a second. You know, uh, so I think from that is it is a really powerful thing. But like you said, you know, um if you think about it from a you know photography studio type of point of view, you know, 20 years ago, or 25 years ago, you would you would book a photography studio for the per, especially if it was like a family portrait or something like that, you would you would book it for the purpose of of having images in your in your home. You know, you would have wall art, you would have albums. And now that, that, that education and that communication seems to have gone a little bit with photographers. So photographers will quite often sell the experience, but they won't try and sell the product, but then commercially and landscape photographers, you know, I, I was, a, I joined a new dentist last week uh, and obviously you go into a dentist, it was a beautiful dentist uh, office, really, really sort of fancy because you can't get an HS dentist now, can you? They're all sort of big <laughs> fancy private places. But when I out um, a little bit, you you get a little bit. I going to the dentist because it's not a pleasant experience. But what was what did they have on the room on the walls was beautiful landscapes of Northumberland because it's it's proven that that sort of stuff alleviates stress and it puts you in a better position. You know, so photographers, even if you're not shooting families, you can think of other ways to to sell stuff so that you know office spaces, meeting rooms can be filled with beautiful landscapes or can be sp- filled with images of companies products or staff you know and 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 if staff see themselves on walls it brings people together so i think there is a huge value of print both commercially and for you know family and and boudoir and pet photographers as well
0: yeah no real food for thought there actually it's a it's really interesting so um with the bipp um how do people join what's the what what is the joining process
3: it's it's very simple you you either just join online or we'd love to talk to you just give us a call at the, at the office just look us up on the, on the website um, and if you look if you look at the website just bipp.com it kind of gives you a feel of, of what you're going to get from the membership as well. Cause there's, there's many, many uh, benefits uh, that we've not spoke about today. That's kind of too many to, to, to name and, and we're very personable. So, you know, there's me and Katrina in their office. We're always happy to speak to you. We have um, a, a, uh, uh, a quarterly uh, magazine that goes out to all the members it's actually still printed and it celebrates our members and, and the work and qualifications and that we will, we will have the winners of the international print competition in there as well. So that, so, so there's lots of other things, but yeah, just give us a call at the office or look us up on uh, bipp.com or email me Martin M A R T I N at bipp.com and uh, more than happy to 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 uh, speak to you and tell you the the all about it and see if it's the right fit for for you as a photographer for sure.
0: Brilliant, good stuff, all well, guys. Thank you very much for joining. us. We're going to put the links out um so we we'll so people will be able to to see that and just click on the links and go direct to you guys as well and we hope to get you guys back on the show again we'll get uh perhaps some of your members on as uh as guests on the show as well that would be really good because uh, i'm sure that you've got such a wide variety of of, of photographers with, with uh with so many different skills uh and real probably experts in you know within their given field so i think we're going to be uh hopefully getting some of your members on which is going to be great but uh, so, so, thank yeah. you Thank you Thank again you for joining us. That's all right, and uh, I'm gonna um, drop back and uh, go uh, join him uh, with Mark again. Thanks again, guys. See you next Thanks time. Thanks
2: again. It's a pleasure.
0: Okay. Bye now. Okay, Mark. I think that was uh, it, it. It was brilliant chatting to Martin and Jeff. Yeah. Jeff, you know, friend of the show, and uh, of course, it was Martin. It was, it, it was no, it was Martin that was sort of doing most of the chat there because you know he's a new BIPP um, CEO, and
1: uh, so we're hoping really interesting quite- chat. Really interesting, th- Chuck. Th- I
0: think so. Now, what did you think? You know, we were we you know we were talking about um about prints and you know printing work yeah. out, and we were talking about the BIPP awards, Mark, and yeah. how a lot of us nowadays don't print off. You know, we don't print any pictures off at all. And, yeah, well, you know, when you go, and yet when you go to an art gallery, okay, you don't go to an art gallery to look at images on a TV screen rolling or on screens. You want to go and see generally not pure, yeah. You want to go and see the pure print and the print quality. Mm, and mm. I would love it if 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 photographers um, actually questioned themselves and said, when was the last time I actually printed something? Yeah. You yeah. know, from my from my work and really mm. looked at the quality in print form. Yeah, yeah. prints is what it's all about.
1: Well, it always was. I mean, I mean, obviously we we we're we're, we're, we're... graduates of the film days aren't we um Mm. my degree show was five four and i had to print it Mm. (laughs) you know um uh, i i think i was i think maybe a couple of years after me you see the digital really did take off um Because it was kind of there when I was graduating, but just not quite. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I miss I miss the prints. I mean, we all we all do it on the phones. I mean, again, one of the reasons why we really like that Instax printer, wasn't it, is because it is about printing, um, yeah, and it exactly. is about doing that stuff. And it is a shame. I think I think there's a certain. I always thought there's a certain craft of printing that as photographers always had. That craft yeah. has kind of been lost, which is a shame. Because <laughs> I spent yeah. many many hours in the dark room perfecting my craft of doing that um yeah. and now it's it's all redundant you don't really need it um yeah that's right which is yeah. A shame. And,
0: I, and i think it's important that people are aware you know and, and do you know one question i wanted to ask actually i didn't ask yeah. was you know sort of the age range of people that are entering these print presentation uh you know uh, i wonder if it's predominantly people over a certain age um, and that's one question that i didn't ask i wonder if any people that have gone come into the photography industry that are maybe in the in their 20s at the moment or even in their 30s that are that are printing their work off and presenting their images up for awards that that would be well, I think that would be really interesting you
1: know. i guess also the other thing to say uh, i mean i do i mean i also have just said about how we don't see things printed and stuff i mean i do actually see my work printed quite a lot because mm. uh, of my family stuff so you know i am um, we because we, we print you know I print them out and yeah. frame it yeah. and so i do get to see that which is kind of cool um yeah. i guess if i was just a product photographer i don't know how much you get to to see that printed out these days? No, um, I don't at all. Even no, with uh, wedding uh, photography, I mean, I know you do albums, but I mean, yeah, I say a lot do. of my wedding stuff is all all ends up on a memory pen, and then you, you hand it over. So I don't.
0: Yeah, that's that. right. Yeah, was was we, we, so, we so. produce a lot of albums? The graduations? There's a lot of there's a huge amount of prints yes, that go out there. Yeah, there is. So I do see it I do see a lot, but when it comes to the commercial side of things and, and the uh, product photography that we do and any other any other thing that's commercial based imagery, no. I, you know, I've not seen anything for years. You know, whereas that's all it used to be. But yeah. the thing is, is I'm aware of that. I'm aware of what makes a good print. I'm aware of 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 paper and the differences in the paper that you print on, and what you want to achieve out of print. And even though I don't really print now, um, I'm, I'm aware of what that is. And I, it'd be great if uh, if people looked beyond of what was. On their screen or on the back of their camera fortunately a lot of people buy these great cameras they don't even they don't even download the pictures <laughs> the images to even look at on on, on a computer screen so yeah. they look at everything based on their uh, back of their camera screen and then they magnify it up to see how sharp it is on yeah. there and everything and, yeah. and do you know what that's just that's just half of the job you know yeah. um you know in my opinion it's like uh it's like uh, i don't know this might not be a good analogy is recording a band goes into a studio they record a song and they never listen to it again <laughs>
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> <Right? I> mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, do you, does it sort of right?
1: yeah yeah sort of sort yeah. of or, I mean, that's or the,
0: actually or what they do is they, they hear it on the radio but they hear it on an old am radio yeah something. they, don't, they
1: yeah. don't ever hear it with like you know top, top range headphones or you know proper cams or anything like they that they hear it in mono it's not yeah. even in stereo <laughs> it's not even in stereo right i mean Especially, i guess it's 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 I mean, I'm not going to lie. That's a bit of a it's a bit of a stretch that can. But it is is um, (laughs) a stretch. I was
0: trying to find something. But
1: I do know what you mean. It's it's that part of the industry that's massively changed. Um, I think um, I think that's that's something that you know we don't see that much. And again, going back to our first story that we're speaking about with the Bond villain images, you know, to see those prints um, is is something um, that's yeah um yeah. I, I think is really important
0: and you know and this wasn't intentional but you see how the show has gone okay this episode has yeah. gone we started off with the bond prints an actual gallery okay of prints okay then our top five our number one present gift for christmas was the instax printer
1: and the number and then, two
0: okay was and, something you yes. had to print out number two you had to print out and then of course number three was the awards the bipp awards which was all to do with printed images now that yeah. wasn't intentional only just realized that oh, that's we... where that
1: show was gone well you shouldn't have said that we should have just said yeah it was all planned and it was, all planned.
0: But yeah, it wasn't. It was all planned
1: it all... i know it but wasn't
0: but how good was that how good was that everything's tied that? in and we yeah. are going to wrap up for christmas mark yeah, I'll, I'll... I'll i'll let you wrap
1: up okay cool well um thanks for everyone who's been listening to us this year. Um, I know, we're, you know, we, it can be a bit sporadic sometimes, but we I think we, I think we've kept it quite good this year. Well, I think we have been doing it pretty much every two weeks, which has been great. And yeah. we do intend to get better at that. Um, but I just want to say a big, big thank you to everyone who, who's, taken the time to listen to us it means a lot because honestly we're just two jobbers um, who who go out and do it and decided to do this podcast just to talk about what what we talk about in the car on the way to a job or something like that you know neither of us are, are necessarily uh, broadcasters so for people <laughs> to listen to us it's it's always good and, and people do come up to us now and say yeah we listened to that and we thought that was interesting which is awesome um so thank you ever so much have a fantastic christmas um have you lots of time with your loved ones and obviously have a great new year and we will we will be back in 24. Uh, as I say, uh, we're going to have a little bit of a break. So it'll be the 18th of January when we'll be back. Uh, that's when our first podcast will be in 24. Um, and we will look forward to see you then. Merry Christmas, everyone, and a Please. Happy New Year.